Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, April 27, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, today we have a new can of worms. Let me explain, Lucy. Let's take it in simple terms. Last couple of days, the market sells off easily gets below the 20-period moving average, fills the gap. We were talking about the gap yesterday. They closed below the breakup candle low, 404.55, and they filled the gap and closed in between. We talked about it yesterday. It's one of those leave you hanging, leave you in a lurch, potential fake-out routines. Well, it turned to be some type of takeout, fake-out routine. And as it turns out, it was essentially some kind of fake-out routine. Now, here's the crux. Here's the real deal that happened today. It's one thing if they bounce in a downtrend. So when you look at, for example, an hourly chart, they're in a downtrend. A bounce in a downtrend is just a bounce in a downtrend, like this green up candle here. That's a bounce in a downtrend. But you go back to the daily chart and you say, well, wait a minute. They got above in one day, one fell swoop, They got above this breakdown candle high, 411.16, and closed above there comfortably. What does that tell you? That tells you that a big energy was released out of the market. It was released in the upward direction. It was enough energy to close above that breakdown candle high that turns the market right back to bullish, and it is now bullish. Put this one on a sticky note. There's your next number. If they start getting above and closing above 414.25, that's going to begin to open the door for another leg higher. Where does the other leg higher? We're looking big picture now. You go to the weekly chart, and we'll talk more about this in a moment, but the next leg higher is still the same. It's 419.96, rounded to 420, fill the gap up here, 422.14. That's the next thing on the docket. Now, This weekly chart, we talked about it yesterday, they're moving the numbers, but are they going to close below this particular two weeks ago weekly low, 405.97? That's that 406 that traders in the room have been hearing about, inside the numbers have been hearing about, and we talked about it last night in this video. Now, based on where the market closes tomorrow, you have a potential weekly tail candle. Now, the tail candle doesn't mean much in the middle of no man's land. If it was down here on the chart or up here, a tail means a whole lot more than just in the middle of nowhere. But you can't unsee the fact that they made a test lower, they rallied back, and if they close well on the week, specifically above 414.25, it's game on for 420, 422, maybe even a touch higher. On the weekly chart, they've done nothing wrong still back under hovering, eating time off the clock, the 100 period moving average. Also, you look down at the volume and this rally today was not based on diminishing or decreasing volume. It was based on a pickup in volume, even from yesterday's down day, even by a little bit that tells you that there was some institutional participation. There were buyers in the air It's not a one-day wonder being able to close right back above this breakdown candle high. That's the thing. Can they reverse tomorrow? Anything is possible 
under normal garden variety conditions, eight or nine out of ten times, this is not a rally that's going to be reversed the next day. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Anybody make money today inside the numbers posted under the video? Let's hear about it. We had plenty of traders inside the numbers and in the live room in particular making money today. Both sides of the market plus some stocks on the move. We had shorts today. We had longs today. We had something for everybody. Zero Dark 30, we're starting with 407.15. That was an interesting number today. There was another number just above creating a zone, 407.50 from yesterday. You'll see that come out later in the morning session or later leading up to the opening bell in a moment. For now, at Zero Dark 30 is when this was posted. Staying above 407.15 on candle closes is the trick. A spike in peekaboo doesn't qualify. We don't have to worry about the flip around. They didn't go down, so we'll leave that as a we didn't need it. But you can pause the video and read the notes. Go back to the chart and double check the work. So now, 821, still long before the opening bell. Yesterday, 407.50 was the pivot. Today, we've got a number slightly below. It creates a zone between the two where there's overhead resistance. We're calling it a pivot zone today. There you have it. 407.50, 407.15, the pivot zone. You can see what happened. Look at the high in this candle, 407.53. Did we have traders that shorted 407.50 today inside the numbers and in the live room? The answer is yes, we did. It was designed to be a scalp at best. It was a little bit higher risk for the aggressive trader. But we had participants in the live room. They took the scalp. They made money. They went about their business. We also had traders that rode the market up. From where? You'll see it also in the notes, but right here. There were buyers on a retest of 407.50. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. As the morning creeps on, what do we have at 8.55? This is really where I put the setup on the board. What's the morning trade look like? What are we looking for to make money, to pull money out of the market. Similar setup to yesterday, but it's different, which is today. They're hovering around the pivot zone, 407.15 up to 50. Like yesterday, closing candles above is the thing Mrs. Market needs to begin the next leg higher. Closing candles above is what Mrs. Market needs to begin the next leg higher. We have another target zone up there. We'll get to that later. Again, pause the video. Read the notes, go back to the chart to double-check the work. 921, net, net. 407.50 is overhead resistance until they start closing candles above. Can 407.50 be a scalp short for the aggressive trader who's willing and able and has the complete understanding if they start pushing above and stay there, the next leg higher can be underway. We don't need the 406, but that was the net, net. So that worked out. Any trader that took the short scalp needs to take profit along the way. It was just a scalp, yada, yada. Again, pause it, read it, double-check it. Once again, above 407.50 and staying there opens the door for the next leg higher. Closing candles above, staying there, come back for the retest, take off. We had traders that bought the retest. Now, in all fairness, I would have preferred to buy 407, 407, 10, 15, 20 in that neighborhood at that time, but we certainly had traders that were willing to say, hey, I'll buy them both, that's fine with me. There's something for everybody. Since it was a trend day up and they never really looked back, 
You can pause the video, read the notes, but that was the deal. There was basically a morning trade or two, and we'll get to the stocks on the move in a moment. But once they start on a trend day, you're either long already, or that's the end of it. And by the way, look at this line here. The last thing the live room heard from me was don't short a dull tape. And that was posted and put on the board or put to the members right here. Don't short a dull tape. In the room, I describe it as the torture trade. You don't want to short trade at certain times of the day in certain market conditions. Those existed today. About stocks on the move, as we know, it's earnings season. Therefore, they come fast and furious. They don't all hit their numbers, but we have certainly a lot to choose from each and every day. So what we had today was AbbVie, Meta, and Mobileye. The others didn't get to their entry objectives. They're off the board. We'll take a look at those three and see what we've got. We'll start with Meta or Facebook. It opened above the first number, so this is off the table. It never got to the second number, so this one was essentially off the board. It was a no trade. Mobileye was a little wild. It actually opened below the third number and ripped back up, but that took it off the board and therefore officially a no trade, even though we had some traders from inside the numbers that jumped in at the open anyway and took a rocket ride up. That was a risky play, but they did it anyway. AbbVie, on the other hand, gave us a trade or two. What happened here, and here's a five-minute chart, is in the first candle of the day, the low was 150.16 against 150.07. They bounced it. I took it off the board in the live room. They bounced too much, so they actually did the deal at 150.16 rather than 07. So the first number is officially off the board. So what do you have? You have them coming into the second number. We played it in the live room. Many traders got it. It was still good, 148.12. They came into it. They spiked it. They rallied back in the other direction. They gave you a nice trade. Look at the high in this candle, 151.72. And I told the traders in the room, you can ride it up to 151 and a quarter. And they were able to do that. Nice trade. What's going on over in Camp IWM today? They were up on the day, 1.23%. But what we have to notice is relative weakness against the SPY. SPY was up over 2%. Why is that? Generally speaking, if there's a big broad-based rally, the IWM is going to lead at least pace the S&P, and they didn't do that. It's a bit curious, but we know what's going on from a big-picture perspective. This is still a bounce and a downtrend. There's no two ways about it. Look at this weekly chart. Did anything happen today? No. Look where they are. As long as they're in this position below all the moving averages on the weekly chart, then guess what? You still have this channel here. It's a bearish, wedgish formation, channel, whatever you want to call it. And until they break that pattern, this will result in an ensuing move to the downside. Markets go up, markets go down. The intraday stuff is more noise than anything else as compared to the weekly chart. Just compare it to the S&P. Daily chart of the IWM, daily chart of the S&P. Not even close. They're not even in the same ballpark. And one might say, well, what about that banking issue? The regional banks, there's a lot of regional banks loaded up in the IWM, and that's true. But when did the regional banking issue come out? Somewhere over here, right? Not over here. What about all this? What's that from? That's not the regional banking crisis. That's already a chart that's telling you 
something's wrong. Just saying. To get anything going in the upward direction, they have to clear 176 in order to make that happen, including clearing the 20-period moving average. So we'll call it a little over 176. Without that, it's just the bounce in the current downtrend. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Clear 176, and they can rally up some more. There's other stuff in the northern direction. It's still a bounce and a downtrend. What about the folks down at the Transportation Department? Remember this one from last night? We talked about a potential head and shoulders pattern. It triggered yesterday, and it was wiped off the table today. That's it. It's over. It doesn't exist anymore. Big bounce back day on volume after two bludgeoning days. Doesn't tell you anything directly, but on volume, pretty big bounce. This wasn't just a dead cat bounce. It was up 2.6% today. That's a big move. Not as big as the last two days down, but it's a big move. Nonetheless, clear this breakdown candle high, 13.894 and change, and there's going to be in business. Weekly chart, obviously more important, and here's what you still have. You've got the same thing you had just before. You have a channel. They're going back and forth until they break above the high of this channel or down below this channel. They stay in the channel until one of those two things happen. Break the lows or break the highs. Put that on a sticky note. In the channel, just back and forth garden variety behavior. Big day for the NASDAQ. The Q people, right back up at the highs. Anything wrong with this tape right here? Anything wrong with this market? Absolutely not. Look at the weekly chart. What have we been saying? Nothing wrong with this. They're eating time off the clock under the 100 period, moving average, building energy to move higher. That's it. Nothing has actually changed. Certainly, this is a weekly chart. So therefore, even though this was down at the lows yesterday, we didn't know where the week was going to close, and we still don't. But right now, this is just a bull flag pattern, building energy for the next move higher. Financials, bounce in a downtrend, nice up day, but not necessarily on the same volume that we saw in the other markets. So that's of note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. Could it be one of these situations? A leg up, B leg as a pullback, C leg completes above the high of the A leg into the moving averages. Absolutely no reason that can't happen. If you're going to get a further rally in the market, that will happen under normal garden variety conditions. Smash Mouth, decent day, however, lagging the broader market. The semis are a very good proxy for the tech space as a whole, and it was up basically six or seven tenths of 1% today against the S&P that was up 2%. Something's wrong with that picture. The NASDAQ, or the triple Qs, was up 3%. What's going on in semi-land? What they have to do from a daily chart perspective is get above 245 and stay there, work their way into these moving averages to get any kind of recovery going. Looking at the weekly chart, let's just do a what if. What if they recover and close the week back above that 100 period moving average? That would be a bullish signal period full stop. Run down, test the 20 period moving average close to a breakup candle low on the weekly chart, recover back above the 100 after a pullback situation, that is a recipe for another leg higher. You'll see my 265.40 and likely higher if that happens. Watch the weekly close in Smash Mouth tomorrow afternoon on Friday. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. 
We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.